0: will feature industry professionals and other construction industry representatives to help our listeners stay up-to-date with current and future trends in construction. So here we go. Welcome back to iPodcast AGCMO. Today's guest is Paul E. Finlay. I'm not sure what the E stands for, Paul.
1: Well, the E stands for Edgar. Edgar. I use E because my son also works here, and his name is Paul Finlay.
0: All right, well, we'll (laughs) call Paul E. Finlay, and Paul is the president of robinson construction in perryville missouri so paul thanks for agreeing to be with us today
1: well thanks for inviting me
0: so how in the heck did you get into this crazy opportunity to work in construction
1: (laughs) you know like everybody in the 70s when i got out of high school the life plan was go to college right Mm -hmm. get a four-year degree so i started college at the university of kansas i was going to study architectural engineering Came home at the end of the, my first year uh, in the summertime to try to make some money to pay for next year's college. Took a job with an engineering firm and uh, never left. Really? Yeah. I spent a decade uh, working for that very same firm doing uh, survey work for the Corps of Engineers. So I, I quickly discovered that I could make as much money doing that as I was going to make if after four years of school. So uh I just I came out of course got married had kids you know life mm-hmm, changes but mm-hmm. anyway just just never made my way back to school so
0: and it's been a it's a great great industry cuz I I believe that in construction it's about how hard you work and hard work is rewarded.
1: It is. It, it's, uh, again, like I say, that's what I discovered very quickly was that uh, I had the opportunity at, at what was a young engineering firm at that time to advance my career uh, to a point that, that by the time I had spent four years in college, I thought I'd be ahead of the game. And, and I was. I worked there for a dozen years.
0: And as a surveying coming up on the surveying side, there's been just three or four changes in the way surveying. <laughs> yeah, done just, since just a then, little bit.
1: <laughs> we we were still using a transit and a chain, believe it or not, when mm-hmm. I was surveying for the Corps. So yeah, it's a little bit different today.
0: It's yeah. amazing how technology has impacted what we're doing in this industry it has. anymore.
1: It has, absolutely. And even here in construction, it's it's some of the technology we've got today is pretty incredible. So talk to
0: me about Robinson construction a little bit. What sort of history have you had with Robinson? Because you left the surveying firm, came here, and now you're the president. So I'm sure you didn't start as president. You're right, I did.
1: not <laughs> After working, the the survey work that I did was all on the road. It was all traveling. I was going all week away from my family, and after about a decade or so of that, I decided that we needed to find a way to settle down and uh, spend more time at home. So uh, I walked into Frank's office one day, uh, he was looking for a project manager. Actually, what he was looking for was somebody to help build, I think, what was probably the very first county bridge that Robinson Construction ever tackled. Wow. I don't know what the contract amount was, but it was probably some huge amount like $150,000. <laughs> <laughs> Six figures. Wow. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, uh, and, and strangely enough, during that period of time, I had actually drawn the bridge plans for that bridge for the engineering firm I was oh. working for. So Frank gave me a job as a project manager. I, when I came into the office, which was I was here two days, by the way, before he shipped me out to the field, but when I came into the office, I was the fifth office employee that existed here. Wow. Like I say, he he called me about a week later. I was supposed to have a month off before I started work, and he called me about a week later and asked if I would go, go to work right away, and I said, sure, what do you want me to do? I ended up tying a rebar on a bridge deck, so... <laughs> We all start somewhere. We all start somewhere. So, uh, you know, I've I've had the advantage of being exposed to almost every portion or every segment of this industry. Mm-hmm. When I came into the office that year, nineteen eighty six, we did two point seven million dollars worth of work. And at that point, I was a project manager, estimator slash project manager became my title at some point. And and then I began to take over and I managed all of our industrial work. We were transitioning from one hundred percent public work to. Some industrial work, uh, driven mostly by the TG plant that's here behind us.
0: now what does TG do? What does TG? TG about?
1: makes uh, molded plastic parts for vehicles. So almost anything that's plastic inside of your car or your steering wheel, for that matter, uh, TG likely had a hand in, in wow. making that component. So, I believe the first uh, building they built here was about thirty thousand square feet, and mm-hmm. and we were the mechanical contractor. So we did the plumbing work and we did the HVAC work for that project. We've grown up with TG. They've got well over a million square feet over there now, and we do almost all of their work exclusively.
0: That's quite a shift from bridge work to uh, it is. industrial work.
1: And, and, and the shift occurred gradually for a long time. We, we were part public work and part industrial work. But about the 2010, 2009 time frame, we transitioned over to where almost all of our work today is industrial work.
0: Hmm. And I'm sure you work for more
1: than TG now. We do. We work for uh, places like Nestle, Kellogg's, uh, ConAgra, anheuser uh, bush so we, we work for some of the largest companies here in the united states
0: so you're all across the country we are now.
1: all across the country never thought i'd get a job take a job in california uh, but we've been there about six times wow never thought i'd be in the state of new york working but we've been there multiple times and again the only reason we go there is to support our clients they, mm-hmm. they, they ask us you know when you when got your best client they ask if you go to california for him what do you do you pack your bags you go to california when that's right <laughs> that's the answer <laughs> when do you want me there
0: So you started with five employees. How many employees are you looking at now? I'm sure that you you five guys aren't getting this done anymore, are you?
1: We're probably about 400 this week. So there's uh, about 70 of us in the office, 330 in the field, I think, as of this morning. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's been been an interesting ride.
0: Now, obviously, a lot has changed since you came in with the chain and the transit to where we are now. What are the challenges you see going ahead for Robinson or for Paul or really for the industry in general? There's a lot of, a lot of change going on right
1: now. There is a lot of change. You know, there's no doubt that, and in fact, in 20, probably in 2018, uh, we found ourselves in a position where we were turning down work because we couldn't find enough people to staff our projects. hmm of course, today, you know, you've got to throw COVID in as a challenge. COVID has certainly disrupted, the, at least disrupted our normal flow of business. But, you know, hopefully that's, that's a transient issue and it's going to be over with here soon and we'll go back to business as usual. And I think when we go back to business as usual, finding qualified people is going to continue to be one of our largest challenges.
0: And that is not just endemic to Missouri, that's everywhere that's you go. Everywhere we go. What sort of actions are you taking to try to deal with the workforce issue?
1: Well, we've tried to uh, we've tried to partner up with the the local uh, technical school here. We certainly are actively uh, trying to recruit. People from the young people from the high school, Mm -hmm. because we can bring them straight in, run them through an apprentice program of some kind, and and very quickly get them up to speed. What's hard to find is just people with the work ethic and the discipline to uh, to to want to do it. Construction's hard work, uh, Mm -hmm. but there's good money in it. Yeah, Uh, and and somehow you know we've got to educate the young people today. We've spent so many decades telling everybody, like I was told when I got out of school, that the only way to get ahead in life to go get a four year degree. I don't think that I don't think that's right anymore. I think there's a lot of opportunity in construction, being a big one that, that young people can make good money and build a good career, right, without having to spend all the money on a four-year college degree.
0: Has the high school been receptive to your but, message?
1: Oh, yeah, high school is absolutely receptive. We still don't get the number of uh, young people that we'd like to get out of that out of that program. And we we still haven't uh, our, our relationship with the the technical school has not developed to the point that uh, that we'd like to see it. But we continue to work on it.
0: So are you still turning work down? Or are you looking for other well, things, or what's the what's the strategy?
1: Covid has slowed things down today to the point that we're not really we're not really short of employees at this point. But but again, I think we will be once things pick back up again.
0: Well, and I would think in the industrial world, too, their processes have changed so much. What you need to do inside a plant is so different from what you had to do 10 years ago.
1: It is. It is. And... uh, of course, in, in Perry County, locally, we, the, the unemployment rate continues to be low. So it, it's a struggle here locally to hire people for, for any positions. So.
0: Inside the plants, are you seeing a lot more robotics? and Almost sort of all. Thing?
1: Almost all robotics in most of the plants that we work in, yeah. Really? Yeah. So, you know, that's part of the challenge, again, that there's good jobs there, too, in, in the manufacturing. It's not standing on a line, you know, watching crockpots go by anymore, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a much more advanced uh, career that, that really can pay pretty good money. So.
0: Yeah, and really, your technology when you go in to build something you you just don't send somebody in there with a wrench and a sledgehammer anymore
1: no it doesn't work that way anymore
0: yeah they've got to be ready because you probably have to install some pretty sophisticated equipment
1: we do we do you know we we got started setting process equipment back in that very first job in 1986 there was a japanese uh, general contractor and somehow he developed the confidence in robinson small young company that we could set the process equipment for that plant so uh, having learned from that experience and and then uh, developing that skill set over the decades uh, we set a lot of pretty complex stuff
0: well for somebody listening to this what sort of encouragement would you give to parents or young people as far as the advantages of getting into construction
1: well i'd say first just don't discount construction uh, as a career right there there is really good opportunity here at any level that you want now You know, we hire a lot of kids that are out of uh, two years of technical school, too, with a degree in construction management. But a lot of our, uh, you know, even a lot of our office staff have come up through the ranks, right? They started out working in the field. There's just a lot of benefit to having that exposure. And if you've got the desire and and the discipline, right, and the work ethic, there's just unlimited opportunity here. And I I think I'm proof of that.
0: Well, I think what you just said, it's the desire, the discipline, and the hard work, and I think this industry really rewards you for who you are.
1: Yeah. We, we can teach people the technical skills, whether it be welding, right, or whether it be how to use scheduling software to, to be a, become a project manager. We can teach people the technical skills. If they just come in with the right work ethic and the right attitude, there's an enormous amount of opportunity in this industry.
0: Well, Paul, I for one hope that you guys continue to grow, can solve this problem, can help people put a good life together at Robinson Construction or in the construction industry. So thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. Uh, thank you. Thanks again for listening. It's easy to subscribe to iPodcast AGCMO on almost any podcast platform that you use. We hope you do subscribe and continue to listen as we move forward with this important project for the construction industry. To access our prior podcasts, visit www.agcmo.org, not only for podcasts, but for additional information about AGC of Missouri.